All right, we are on the air. So welcome to, well, welcome back to Teacher Talk Tuesday. Hello. It's the end of the year. If you're a teacher and you're feeling <coughs> really burnt out, like really tired, extremely tired, you're not alone. I know um, where I am at the moment, well, I'll just say in Washington, D.C., for this area, they don't like to recognize teacher burnout. And when you do bring it to their attention, they make it seem like, oh, you're crazy and you can't take it. Like something is wrong with you. But teacher burnout is a real thing. You know, and I'm walking down the hallways and I'm like, hey guys, 11 more days, 10 more days, 12 more days, whatever, you know. And they're just like, <laughs> like it's it's the fakest shit that I've ever heard before. Versus when you know I was closer to the West Coast, we were all counting down, like all of us. You could walk to any room, and and every teacher would have it like on the board. Yeah. Even the principals knew. Yeah. You know. Some people had countdown clocks. Yeah. To the final bell. Countdown clocks. Um, <laughs> those little things where you can like put on the wall like 12, yeah. 11, 10. You know, yeah. like we acknowledged our burnout. Yeah. But here, not so much. I don't think they know. I don't think many people know about what teacher burnout is. They don't. I don't think they got to the point where they understand the term. Like, I know they're tired of the school year. Like, they, they know it. But I don't think they heard the term teacher burnout and what it is. So, I think that that's probably why you're probably getting some resistance or something. Because not a, not a lot of them know about teacher burnout. Well, I but know they're People afraid. talk about it. You know, people have said things about because I've heard teachers out here say it's teacher burnout, but I don't think that it's a well-known thing of what teacher burnout is, you know. <clears throat> I think they're too afraid to speak up. I notice out here a lot of teachers are afraid to speak up. About being burnt out? About being burnt out, about everything, about being mistreated because they hold these little jobs over their heads. You know, especially with DCPS, I'm just calling them out how they, um, you know, they, they claim, oh, you know, you'll get paid a little bit more and, you know, you'll get paid better. But yet you have these administrators that try to hold that over your head, Yeah. you know, and so that scares, <clears throat> I know it scares a lot of people. Like, I don't want my job to get taken away. Because you know, in, in this area, they make a little bit more than other teachers in different counties. Yeah, yeah. And they probably are held it. They probably don't want to, as they said, start, rock the boat to try to keep their job because if they have to leave, 
DC and go to a different county, it's like they're gonna be making making at least ten to twenty, thirty thousand dollars less than what they're making now. Well, you know what? So be it. If you have to make less, then so be it because your mental health is is more important than trying to jump through hoops but a lot of people out here aren't mentally tapped into their mental health they're they're not and that's why they they're so bitter the people that go to mental health um like therapy are people that's not from here yeah because they can't handle it it's different (laughs) yeah out here i know it's way different because the the people are different here for some reason than any other place like you would think New York would be rough as far as like with teachers and, and how people are treated, but DC is a different group of people. It's different. You know, and I'm just gonna take <clears throat> into it. I've met some really nice people here and and I just love them to death. Really, really nice people. But then I've met some people that are just straight assholes. And some have been administrators and you know, vice principals, principals. I'm sorry, you guys, it's raining here. And rain is dripping down on this AC unit. I'm sure you hear it in the background. Because we're going balls to the wall tonight, we have no mixer, no nothing. I'm playing music on my phone. Mr. Sippy's over here playing with his phone. I'm looking at the weather for tomorrow so I can know how to dress appropriately. Well, just Thank wear you. your hoochie daddy shorts and some sandals and some socks yeah i think i might wear my thigh high shorts yeah yeah and some and some striped socks with some some sandals and that netted shirt and some sandals and that net the netted shirt yeah the netted one yeah that shows your circles and some blue blocker sunglasses blue blockers hip hoppers yep all that okay so you know but i'm just gonna lay in tonight so i'm i'm gonna call this school out deal middle school you know, people think that it's, oh, it's such a good school. It's a good school. So I've learned that, and this is probably everywhere. When people say it's a good school, that means that it's white. There aren't a lot of children of color there. Mm-hmm. And so out here, they have this um, lottery thing, like a choice school. So you get, um, you know, you have to be selected. It's like a lottery to come to the school. Well, they've selected a lot of children that are, how do you say it, from the other side of town. (laughs) And, you know, it doesn't even have to be that way. But a lot of these, some of them now, some some children are very sweet. There are some kids that, you know, have home training. And just because you live on a certain side of town, that, that doesn't determine what your attitude is. So let's get that straight. But then there are some that are not being raised properly and that come to school hating life, hating themselves and hating other children that they see that are happy. And that's exactly what's happening at this school. The bullying at this school is outrageous. You know, you can call the principal, you can talk to the vice principals, you can talk to the teachers, and nothing is done. And you guys are wondering why there's so many school shootings? Like, well, I can't talk about the elementary school. That's just cool. Mm-hmm. But the other ones, like with the, the teenagers, the 
you know, I think there was one where this, the kid got shot in the bathroom or something like was yeah. was that who was a victim of bullying? Like they never yeah. look at that. And so when you have parents like us who are also educators who try to take things through the right, the proper channels, and then all we get is like sand thrown in our eyes and burned. It's horrible, yeah. especially when those same kids, those same deplorables. <laughs> <laughs> That's the word we use. <laughs> Diabolical, Diabolical devil spawns are allowed to, <clears throat> you know, to continue to bother your children that you raised properly, mm. that you've trained to say, excuse me. Yes. Thank you. No, sir. Uh, yes, ma'am. Things like that to respect their elders. When when they come to a place like this and they are bullied, yeah, and that's not okay with me. And for all of you parents, you know, because I've heard that there, because around here there's Montgomery County, there's PG or Prince George's County, and um, there's also Virginia. The the bullying is out of control. It's everywhere. It's it's everywhere, but it's affecting our family. And yeah. so um speak up. Stay on top of those people. You know, like bring other people from the outside into it if you have to. Expose them because something needs to be done. In Vegas they have something called a Haley Law or something, I think. Mm-hmm. And if uh, kids are being bullied and the people the the teachers or admin they don't acknowledge it don't do anything about it they can lose their jobs because i think that that poor girl i think she committed suicide yeah. over bullying yeah and i mean these kids are so cruel out here to each other to each other all the time and then they're they're such con artists at the same time because when when they're called on it, then they want to lie and pretend like, oh, it never happened. They're the ones that did it to me. Like, come on, dude. Like, for real? Yeah. I'm, I'm highly upset. And yeah. for all you teachers out there that just turn your heads and let that shit go, you need to be punched in the nose, for real. And, like, I was at another school, DCPS, an elementary school, and this this one kid, he used to bully the children, you know, and all those teachers would, would say was, well, they need to tell their parents. Well, guess what? These are first graders. These are second graders. Right now, you're acting as that that reporter, that court reporter person or whatever, you know, that has to report things or, or let the principal know or the deans or whoever's in charge of behaviors mm-hmm. that these kids are being bullied. Like you just can't turn your head because you're freaking afraid of the principal, you know, because you're you're ruffling feathers. Like fuck right. that. Fuck that principal. Fuck everybody there. Cause it's it's all about the kids. Yeah. Keeping them safe. Cause I would want somebody to do that for mine. Yeah. I'm just fucking mad at these people because they're asses. They haven't done anything. That's the main thing for being so upset because it's been going on since the beginning, the beginning of the school, of the school year. year and here we are at the end of the school year with the same issues, the same problems and still same nothing kids. has been done. Nothing. Like we've done we've done all our due diligence to do what we're supposed to do as parents as far as writing 
written reports, um, having consultations and talking to parents, having parent teacher conferences, all the stuff. We did safety the whole nine. Safety plans. Safety plans, all of that. We've been doing that for an entire year. Our kids have been writing letters. We have been writing letters. And nothing has been done. It continues to go on until this day. And it really has gotten out of hand. We only have two weeks left of school. So this issue has been going on for 178, 160 days Look, since the beginning of school. And this is it's time to just let it go. And the only good thing that came out of it, <clears throat> um, our children became better writers. <laughs> you know. If you have to look out on the other side of that coin. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, so they'll be able to very descriptive. put events together. Yeah. You know. Very descriptive. Yeah. Right? But it's 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 ridiculous. I mean, I blame the administration for not doing their job as as an admin. Yes, it's cool. You might be good to the students on that campus for that short amount of time, but you're not protecting all the students that as you should as an administrator. You can't be you can't be their friends and at the same time try to discipline them because it's not going to work that well. You cannot it, be there. You have to say yeah. that again. Huh? You have to say that again. You cannot <laughs> nah, be their friend. No, nah, you cannot be their friend. That that's from a teacher's perspective and an admin perspective. Like there's no way. Just like you, just like your administrator, you wouldn't see them out in public, like fraternizing with their coworkers because you have to set those boundaries, well, right? In well, in Vegas, Vegas is different. But I'm saying, in many places, you don't see too many principals hanging out with the with the with the people they work with. You know, you might see them for like they'll show up for like ten or twenty minutes, but you're not gonna see them the entire time that they're yeah. there. That's the way they do it in Vegas. You they know, they do show up. They, they work do show the room. Up. They'll work the room like, hey, Mr. and Mrs. So-and-so. That you'll see them like 20 minutes and then like 30 minutes in. It's like, where did they go? Oh, they left already. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because um, you can't you can't do those things. And as an administrator, you can't be friends with the kids. I don't care how bad you, or how much heart you have for these students and stuff like that. Because a lot of these students that come from bad situations, they will play on your heartstrings real quick and they know that real quick they'll play you so quick just to get what they want out of you even if it's a bag of chips they're gonna do whatever they need to do to get that bag of chips out of you every single day and many other kids do that even if their parents provide for them they still gonna find a way if i could what they what's the old saying if you find a food bump his head that's what they're doing they're playing on their heartstrings and they bumping they're making a fool out of you if they're doing stuff like that you know, and and I just these teachers that give kids <coughs> snacks and they're not even healthy snacks on top of no. that. Well, I just give it to them because they don't have anything to eat. I didn't give birth to those kids. You know, I'm I'm so sorry you don't have anything to eat, but you stay at home all day, some of you. And you're I know you're getting food benefits. Well that doesn't matter either because they still get uh lunch. A lot of these kids that don't have food at home, and some of them, and and the kids that do have food, they're too good to eat the lunch at school. Oh yes, it's oh, like I, no, I don't, I don't eat, eat that. that. I don't, I don't eat, eat that. that. They they do that because they feel that they're better than the cafeteria food. It's like it's almost like having a status. Like you're poor and you're eating cafeteria food. You shouldn't eat that. And they'll sit there and starve. Until you know, until they get some, until they get home, knowing well 
that if they were at a different school or if they were somewhere else, they would tear that food up. And then when they come back, <clears throat> they they try to look at you while you're eating your food. Because they hungry. Could I get? Nope. Because they hungry. It's one boy. It's like, could I get? Nope. Because they hungry. You could have gone to the cafeteria, got yeah. your entree, the same food I'm eating. Yeah, because, I mean, I was eating <coughs> apple slices. And he's like, can I have your apple slices? No. No. Yeah. I have no problems with saying no. Yeah. If I can say no to the children I gave birth to, I can say no to somebody else's. Yeah. They they act like they're too afraid to go to the cafeteria to eat your food. Because I have students that are like, no, I don't eat that. I don't want to eat that. And then 10 minutes later, I'm so hungry. I'm so hungry. But why you didn't eat the food in the cafeteria? I don't like it. Well, who fault is that? Right. They have fruit every day. You can get your orange you or banana. Get, and that's what... Uh, my roommates and I were talking about, okay, you don't like the food, but you can get fruit. Yeah. Because they're trying to get rid of that fruit. Right. You know, eat that fruit. They got piles of oranges and apples you can eat. And bananas yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, but right. they, too, they, they, they too bougie. But that goes off topic to what we were saying about the, the admin not being on their jobs as administrators and taking care of the kids and taking care of all the kids. So if you have bullying at your school and it's supposed to be a zero to- a zero tolerance zone, that should be consequences for students that bully, especially if it's been going on for a whole entire year. Right. That should be some type of consequence. So when we on. did have these conferences with the with the parents, they act like they were afraid of those parents, <clears throat> you know. But then they talked to us like. Okay, you know, like okay, yeah, shut up. So, right. I, I mean, do you do you have to go down and and act like a donkey, a donkey, an ass, like to, to try to, to get right? You know, it shouldn't have to get to that point. At schools that that I've worked at before, that doesn't work. Is it, is that how they do things out here? Because it's right here. Because like that's what <laughs> that's what they respond to. Yeah. Like that's that's not in my character. That's not in your character. Mm. Like, do I need to go and like push some paper clips off the, the desk? Right. Uh, you know, I went to the DMV <clears throat> and I was like, okay, I'm gonna give them attitude. I gave them attitude. These two bitches and her dudes, they just turned to each other and started talking while I was like going off. Maybe I I wasn't yelling loud enough because I was yelling in a whisper. Well yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? <coughs> Who was that Stanley? That was that was um Stan. the other guys. Remember, oh, they got into that oh, fight that funeral. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Stop it. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I mean Sometimes it's not in our nature to be like that. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's it's not in my, my character to be that way. Yeah, like then, then my ghetto side will come out if I if I unleash you it. You don't even have one. Well, I don't want to unleash the animal that I've been tamed to keep inside for for forty plus years. But you don't <laughs> if it yeah. comes out, it's a wrap. Tell you, and like our youngest, we, we his his little animal has been tamed. Animal, 
my animal. my animal has been tamed and, and locked in this cage for 40 years. 40 plus. 40 plus years. If yeah. that animal gets out, I'm, I'm afraid of what might happen. Well, mine is surfing. So it's mine, surfing. mine is surfing. It's surf, surfing? Dude. Uh, What's going on with those mine people? Mine is locked in the cage. I don't have a cage. Oh my. She's free. But yeah, so anyway, just do something about that. Yeah. This school is awful. And I see why people put their children in uh into private school. Yeah. You know, and I'm so tired of hearing, (coughs) oh, but that's a good area. Oh, that's good. That's this that means nothing. Nothing at all. That means nothing. You know, I, it it just it really upsets me. So I don't know how you guys are doing at your school. If if the bullying is out of control, like you know, hit me up positive ecs at gmail dot com. You have something to say? You're a teacher, you know, and and you just you don't even have to use your real name. You can call in and tell us about your issues. You can say that you're from Alaska and. And you work at the school called the Twelfth of Never. It doesn't matter. <coughs> but if you have something to say, then you need to say it. Call in and let's get it off your chest. Let's get it off, because yeah. that's what Teacher Tuesday is for. Yeah. So this Un- summer, unload, unload yourself, unload your thoughts. So this summer, I know it's it's going to be like rest is going to be well needed because this school year the workload was horrible yeah i mean and you know like i was so tired of hearing oh well the the students you know they're coming back from virtual school and they're the ones they're feeling a certain way and you know we're gonna bring in counselors well you know what they should have brought in some counselors for us because it was rough um it was I mean, the workloads were heavy. We had to do a whole bunch of um, paperwork and extra plans, extra lesson plans, extra. It's just a whole bunch of crap for a whole bunch of kids that don't care about anything that try to go against your your teacher evaluation, which is not fair. And so with all that stress and then you coming back and it's face to face and, you know, then you're afraid of getting sick. And then you're like, if I get sick, I have to miss days and I don't have enough sick days for that. Because, you know, people just think, oh, well, you have summers off, so it's all good. But no, we only get 10 sick days. And so with those (laughs) 10, like, and especially if you have children, kids get sick. My kids got sick. And I had to stay home with them because I can't leave them home by themselves, you know? And then I got sick, you know? Mm-hmm. And then it's like, what, what's going to happen to me? <laughs> you know? And don't, God forbid, you need surgery. So, I mean, it's, it's just, it's pretty horrible. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, teachers, just try to rest this summer. And then these young, these young teachers, they get on my freaking nerves because they're just like so oh i'm just here for the students and they didn't show up and what's going on and i'm doing summer school like 
if you don't sit your ass down, you're going to burn out faster <laughs> than anybody else. <clears throat> and then when, when you're my age, if, if you, you know, kept with this career, this, this, whatever you want to call it, you're going to be just like me. The teacher that sits there, looks at the kid, be like, what, what do you want? You right. know, after, after that kid just said, F you. Right. Like, oh, now you want my help? You don't no. teach nothing. Oh, for real? But you're too busy cursing me out, telling me about how I have all these issues going on with my body. <laughs> you know, have you looked in the mirror, you buck tooth bastard? Whoa. Like, that sounds kind of very specific and yeah, direct. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you wow. know, okay. but, but that's that's what happens in a classroom. And then they want to record stuff, right? Like after things are exchanged, and, and then when the teacher loses it, then oh, you that's have when bring out the phone yeah. And then you recording. have like these parents, these punk ass parents. Well, somebody needs to be the adult in the room. How about you be an adult and you train your kid properly? Yeah. How about that? That would help out us a, a, then, a, a lot. Then let's talk about somebody um, being an adult in the classroom. Then let's talk about that. But how about you be a parent first? So and I'm just like tired. I'm tired. Well, you about to work your last shift. So I'm, you I'm working my last shift. You don't have to deal with it anymore. I'm about to be retired. Your last, you working your last 10 days. 2006 to 2022. That's that's like a um like a birth and, and an end date, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Last shift. Last shift. Get rest, my get my rest, t-shirt made. Rest in peace. Right. Rest, rest in, in peace. peace with a chalkboard and a and a teacher desk. <laughs> and a teacher box. And a teacher box. Right. Because you know everybody has one. Yeah. But they look at me crazy when I pull my little... T- Why do you bring the cart? I said, because if they ever let me go, everything I came with fits in this box. <coughs> i never seen something... i never seen teachers without... Like, here they don't... They don't really care that type of stuff. No, they don't. You know, teacher boxes, like... And, I mean, in Vegas, you, you see teachers carry teacher boxes all the time. In California. Like, they, it's yeah. a thing. I can just throw everything in there. It's like a trunk on wheels. Right. It should. It should. That's what everybody. I mean, most guys are probably don't have a lot of females have, but most guys they have carry like back, more bags or bags briefcases or briefcases or something stuff like that. Yeah. I carry a backpack. I'm backpacking mine. Depending on how I feel, I like to keep a lot of stuff in my bag. My dad was a teacher for thirty years, and he, he said leather briefcase. He said, "Don't ever leave empty-handed." Because I came home one day, he's like, "Where's your stuff?" Like, what you mean, Dad? I don't, I don't have anything to grade on. He said, "No, because it looks like you're not an effective teacher. Mm. You always carry something." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I've been having uh, either. Remember, I used to bring that suitcase. Yeah. I used to have the suitcase. Yeah. And then before you discovered the teacher before box, before I discovered the teacher box from from Office Depot. Yeah. And that's what I've been carrying ever since. I mean, because gone through a, a few. Of oh them. man, I've had a red one, little yeah, red Corvette. Little red Corvette. Yeah, I've had a, two black ones, yeah. a blue. I'm on a so blue, one blue one now. So I mean, you can carry your water, your lunch, everything. Yeah. But students steal from you, <coughs> and that's the thing, right? 
they steal from you, then they lie on you, then the admin believes them, and then you're stuck. So you carry a teacher box, you can keep it right in between your legs. If in your you classroom. Want, if you want to, in your classroom, and nobody will ever know what it is. Yep. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, I would say get that teacher box. Get For those that are going box. into teaching professions. Oh, do you ever watch that thing on um, Facebook? It's like it's I don't I can't even explain it, but it's like a bunch of parents that say he's he's six he's six five, good looking, and all he wants to do is play Xbox all day, Uh and they just look at the camera like this MF, right? That's what they and it says this MF, Uh right? And this. This other guy was like, I worked 20 years in the classroom, was a teacher, put him through school, and this <coughs> MF told me he wants to become a teacher. Where the hell did I go wrong? Like, right. <laughs> and he was just at his desk, the, the, the uh, son. I'm like, man, you know, teaching, it, it used to be enjoyable. It used to be good we actually had our time off we would get burned out but we never got stressed to the point where we were crazy yeah and that's where that's where it is now and more and more our summers are going away yeah you know and i think in dc there 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 are talks of year-round school Mm -hmm. you know who knows It, it probably won't happen but if it does hey more power to them um, but you know, I mean, this is a very rough profession and people just don't understand that. Mm. And teachers just get like <laughs> the short end of the stick. short end of the stick. These school districts are so dirty. They're short on teachers. They will still find a way to fire you if they don't like you. Yeah. And yeah. they are short on teachers. Yeah. In in DC, they, they they do this thing where they write you out of the whole budget. Yeah. And they shoot themselves in the foot, and then they can't have anybody in that position for a whole nother year unless they try to work it and change the name of it. Change the name of it. Yeah. So instead of a computer teacher, you'd be like a digital tech. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, they it, it would be something like that. They write your position. They out. they write your position out. Like no no administrator should have power for that. Right. That should come directly from the district itself. And you know, they they take stuff like they're so petty out here. They they take stuff like personally. If they don't like you, even you could do a what they call a bang up job, a great job. You could have worn some pink socks one day. Who knows? Oh no! Uh uh-uh. uh. Whatever you do, even though you volunteer for everything, you're still gonna get a bad report. Yep, it doesn't count. It doesn't help any. No matter how many brown points you try to get, it's not gonna help your case at all. Because if they don't like you, you might as well go ahead and just sink your ship and move on. And you know, I mean, teaching is not black and white. There are a lot of gray areas. Right. 
They want us to do all this stuff. Well, you need to build relationships and all that BS, right? But then when you do it, then they come back to bite you. Well, you didn't do this for your your um, evaluation and you didn't do that. I'm going to have to give you all twos. Like, what? Yeah. You're going to give me all twos for what? Mm. You know, like, that's how they are. And and out here, they don't, it's like they're robots. They don't think about the things that you've done, the good that you've brought into the school, the positive um, relationships that you have built. Like, they don't, they don't think about that. Well, the rubric said black and yellow, but you did black and orange, you know? But I did that for you and for a student to prevent stuff. Well, I'm sorry, it's black and yellow. Yeah. And so I'm going to have to give you a one. Going against the rule. Yeah. 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 So if, if you come out here to this district, first of all, if you're not going to conform and, and give up what you believe in, this is not the place for you. And if, if, you're, if you're from like the West Coast and you're and you've been in the West Coast for many, many, many years, or you born and raised from that side, I'm going to say from anywhere. Anywhere. Say from anywhere, yeah, anywhere. From any state. Like, D.C. is a different breed. Yeah. That's different. The people are different. Like, it's different. Like, people might say that, oh, I like D.C. You came in as probably as a tourist. Yeah, like, like I do. <clears throat> as a tourist, you're always going to see like the best side of a city. Yeah. You know, it's almost it's almost like the honeymoon phase. You're going to see the good side of anything during the honeymoon phase. Right. Unless you, un- until you get involved, <laughs> and, that's when you're really going to see the true side. you don't want that. <laughs> yeah. Until you get involved with that city, then you're going to start seeing the true colors, you know, and, for what they really are. <clears throat> and the bullying, like we said, they the children bully each other, and the, the adults, adults bully, bully too. The adults bully each other. Yeah, and they feel like they have a right to do that, and it's so segregated. You know, <laughs> I was I was being interviewed, and they said, um, "So, how do you feel about working at a diverse school?" I looked around. I'm like, seriously? Have you seen me? I'm I'm from California. You know, like, I'm good with diversity. Yeah. Oh, because we have a high Hispanic population. So that's your diversity? Right. Like, where's your Samoans? Where's your Filipinos? Where's your, (coughs) you know, everybody else? Yeah. (laughs) Where's your, your... like Punjabi, one group, one group your... of ethnic ethnic groups doesn't make your school diverse. You know, like where where is all of that? <laughs> that was that was just ridiculous. Like it wasn't like the fact of even saying diverse is not even like a big deal out here though. It's not. Like why even mention that? It's still they still students. Right. They're still gonna learn the same thing. Like how are you? How are you with multiple personalities in a classroom? 
That's the question that should be asked. Or working with multiple personalities. Right. Because as a teacher, you deal with a class 45, 55 minutes per period, right? Right. You have to damn near be crazy. Like, teachers are crazy. You deal with a whole group of kids that has on a different personality. You're dealing with 30 different students, 30 different personalities. 30 30 different attitudes. But in the last 10 minutes of that class, one or two students can work your nerve and get your get your blood pressure up and just have you just antsy. And then the bell rings. You got three minutes to try to reset yourself. Right. And calm down till you get a whole nother group that you don't want to try to give them the same attitude that you gave the last class. So you have to try to calm yourself down instantly and re and regroup yourself and right. try to come out. And in between that time, they want you to be on hall duty, stand outside your doors, greet the students as they come in and all that stuff. Like how are you going to have, how are you going to have time to do all this stuff? You're trying to regroup yourself and get yourself back together where you need to be, where you can be a highly functioning student. I mean, teacher. And like then you can't to know that, that that if if a kid does do something in your classroom and you're you can't teach, you have to send the kid out. <coughs> they come right back, right back, right back, and then yeah. they laugh like, "Ha ha!" Yeah, you thought you could get me out, and they come back in with more of an attitude because right. they came back into your classroom. Right. Now they even more of a distraction because they they high fiving their friends and talking to them while they're in class and calling you a b word at the same time. Well, I don't know about that part. Well, we I getting, do. We ain't getting that. <laughs> we uh, and we talking about getting, your body parts. We ain't getting that. Your body image. I know about that. Because that's how they they treat uh, female teachers. Mm. But they won't get at you, though. No. No. But it's it's a different world out there than what we grew up in. Yeah. From where we come from. It's it's a very different world. And it's sad. It's sad because... You go through so much, yeah. you know, you just, on a day-to-day basis. yeah, you just, you go through so freaking much and until you need that time off, but they want to take that away from you. Yeah. And, uh, they'll say, you know, that you should, you know, it's highly suggested that you come in and do this training. So that means that you need to come in. Right. <laughs> that means you need to come. Highly recommended. Highly, highly recommended. Suggested. Highly yeah, suggested. Anything that's like that, you need to be there. Yeah. For me, I I, I see it as an option. No, I still see it as an option. <clears throat> like I don't do it. I'm like it says recommended. It doesn't say it's required. It says it's, just, it's just a suggestion. Yeah. So I'm suggesting not to come. Right. <laughs> like I'm no, I'm good. You just have to write me up on that one because yeah. I I decided not to go. Right. Like I'm t- I'm entitled to that, so I don't know. I guess I'm getting to the point where I'm done. I'm almost done it too. You know, they I got mean, one more good year out of me. But it it more. takes your with all the pettiness. It 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 just it it kills your attitude. Yeah. You know, it takes everything away. Like you don't want to. You don't want to do anymore. And that's sad because you're taking away from the students. 
And all they have to do is have a strong principle. That's it. If the head was strong, everything else will flow. But, you know, I've come to realize that school districts don't want strong principles. They want someone they can boss around on puppet strings. Mm. Because most of the strong principles that support teachers who, you know, the union reps, they love those principles. They end up leaving. They end up you know, moving them. Oh, we'll put him in a higher position and and put somebody in there that we want. And then normally, like, after they move them to a higher position, they usually retire after that. Yeah. But now, these principals, they don't even stay long. No. You know, and from what I heard, D.C. only has, like, a, what, a year contract? Because that's how they (coughs) get principals now, because they want to get those scores. Well, for principal? Yeah, they want no the, for the students to uh, show that, you know, oh, you have growth and and oh, your kids are doing well, they're scoring high. Yeah. But half those people they they cheat on the test. Hmm. And so like the first school I was at when I came out here, that principal sent word to me that she wanted me to retest students. And I was like, cuz you know, Vegas doesn't play that. Yeah. So they trained us well. Like testing was almost like top secret. Like you were men yeah. in black just yeah. about. Yeah. And I was like, nope, mm-mm. I don't feel comfortable with that. Somebody else can do that. Yeah. And so that's when I was written up. That's when I was, you know, pushed out and they, they blocked my, you know, we're supposed to get those um, income raises that, yeah. that are supposed to happen. <clears throat> they kept being blocked because of it. And that's how these people will do you out here. If they don't like you, if you don't do what they say, then they block your your income pay. Yeah. And yeah. I all I have to say is meet me outside. How about <laughs> and that broad knows who she is too. <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> so anyway. Oh, sound like a truck. Daddy's home. Right. Yeah. But anyway, <coughs> Teacher Talk Tuesday. It's a nice little rant. Yeah. It's the end of the year. Wake up, wake up, wake yeah. up. You know, so hang in there, teachers. Hang in there. And don't think that, you know, if you lost your job because you didn't want to take the shot, that's your choice. You know, you wanted to stay healthy. Because just about all the teachers that I know that got the shot, well, teachers, deans and stuff, they caught COVID. Yeah. Like bad. Like super bad. So anyway, but that was everybody's choice. And if you lost your job because of that, you can do other things. And I know yeah. after this school year, there are going to be so many people that are wanting to homeschool their kids so you can start your own homeschooling thing yeah you know i think um the vaccine also encourage i mean the the mandate for the vaccine encouraged a lot of people to start the great resignation yeah it 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 pushed a lot of people to start their own businesses um a lot of businesses have been started. A lot of successful businesses are still going on to this day because mm-hmm. of COVID. Yeah, so the Great Resignation resignation was a, was a thing. Yeah, and it it's 
it's something that a lot of people did. Right. Speaking of that, do you feel like you missed the boat on the Great Resignation? No, because I got stuff started. <coughs> yeah. I planted seeds. Yeah. So after I finish my last shift, I'm about to water these plants. Yeah. And it, they're going to become a beanstalk. <laughs> I hear you. Because I'm going to be that giant. I'm going to be that giant. I'm going to be that giant up there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so don't don't think that this is the only thing that you can do. Like, and I think I said this before. I have roommates, you know, because they place you in the English department. Well, they place you in any department when when you're a special when they ed. See fit. <laughs> yeah, but um, I have roommates that if if something were to ever happen, they write very well. Mm-hmm. You know, like very very well. <clears throat> so I mean, I, I had another coworker um, back home. Her um, major was journalism, you know, but she went into special ed. Like, there are so many things that teachers can do. Yeah, you know, if you're tired of being disrespected, you can do something else. Even if you've been in the game for like twenty years. You can do something else. It's you never hone, too you late. You have honed some type of skill. Or your side project is one thing that you love doing. Right. <clears throat> right. Because one of the drawbacks that I don't that, that I don't like about teaching is that you never you never leave your job. Meaning that you're always working on something, whether you're at school or you're at home. Mm. Like I want a job to where if I leave my job at if I'm at work and I leave it, that's where it stays. Yeah, I don't need it blending in with my life, my personal life. Daddy, can you come play? I got to grade these papers. papers, You know, that's the only job that I can think of that's like that. Like I know lawyers have you know stuff like they get busy and stuff, of course. Yeah. Um, but it's like the only job that I think that I can think of that blends. 24 hours of your life and then you got to pay out the nose to keep your license right constantly every yeah. year yeah it's always every something. four every four to eight years i know out here it's like four to five <coughs> four to five years and i don't and i don't want to work like that anymore. right right exactly it's something about leaving your your work at work and coming home and just being able to relax and be like, I feel like I should be doing something. That's why that's what summers are like for me. Like when you go to when you at summer, it's like you sit on the couch and you just sitting there like, I feel like I should be doing something. Like I know I'm not. Sure, I'm not. How long does that feeling stay? It probably stay. It probably stays that way about three days. Three days. <coughs> Give or take. Yeah. Or after that first drink out after the after the yeah. last day of school. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. after I finish my last shift, you know, I'm not gonna feel that ever. Mm. Ever. Ever. Mm. <laughs> they got one more good year out of me. One more. Sound like you're giving birth. No, they I got, got one. one more. You got those uh school teaching hips. I got those school teaching blues. <laughs> They got they one, got more, one year. more year. One more year. One more year. Got those school teaching I'm kids. I'm done. I'm not. I probably won't be done with education, but I'm done with the classroom. 
Well, it's time to it's time to broaden my horizon. And I just feel bad because it's you never learn. I don't care what they say. Like, yes, we are lifelong learners, but Marzano and <clears throat> and all that stuff, like they they never taught a school like me, like what what I've been through. They like no, and you want me to use all that stuff? Like you never taught at a place like this before. Yeah, or or we should use that champion. <laughs> Teach like a champion. Yes, teach like a champion. Oh, I, I, oh, I need to rename my book. Yeah. <laughs> teach like a champion. Dang. So anyway, and all these, all these, but you know what? I'm not mad at those people though. They made they, their money. They found a way to make some money. Yeah. So I'm, yeah. I'm not mad at them because I would probably come up with something corny too. Yeah. What you need to do. That's all it is. Yeah. Corny ways to teach, yeah. Corny and, ways, and you, and you get a you get a school district to buy into it, right? You're good. You're good. <coughs> At least for that year. These are my strategies. This is what worked for me, right? And it can work for you. It can work for you and give you less work and what? Like you get a book, and you got ten different strategies that a person can use inside a classroom. Thoroughly draw it out into book booklet form. One of those 10 gonna have to work for you in your classroom. Right. One of them. And then if it still doesn't, then you can tweak it. Tweak so it, it to, can it, work yeah, for you. Tweak it for you. Make it your own. Make it your Make own. Make it your own. Yeah. <laughs> you know how we always do? We're gonna pivot. We're gonna pivot. <clears throat> so for all you teachers out there, like you can do teacher support. You can yeah. there's just a whole bunch of things that you can do. And and when the mandates and stuff you know, when, when they were like in full force and I know the teachers in New York, they were like losing their jobs. This one guy, he was like, you can do more than just be in a classroom working for someone. You can, you can do more. Cause like, like we just said, parents are pulling their kids out of schools left and right. We're doing the same. So there's going to be work for teachers. And parents are willing to pay because they want their kids to have that one-on-one. <clears throat> and you can do it all virtually. Yep. Just get a Zoom account. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And if you're local, you can meet up at the library once a week. Or at the park. Well, I don't know how you're going to... If you're a PE teacher, yeah. If you're a PE teacher, you can find ways to make money. Yeah. Be a private dancer. <coughs> All right. Dancer for money. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So, Teacher Talk Tuesday with Sip and Ashley. Yeah. It's the end of the year. Wake up, wake up, wake up. So, you guys, I don't know. I think this might be our last Teacher Talk Tuesday. Yeah. For, for this school year. So, we might open back up. I mean, <laughs> Mr. Sippy will be the teacher when we open back up because Ashley will not. Well, so it'll it'll be <coughs> yeah, don't go there. So it'll be don't go where? it'll be teacher slash retired teacher talk. Oh, retired gosh. classroom teacher talk. No, we're going to have Whiskey Wednesdays or something. Oh, Whiskey Wednesdays. Okay. So we're going to see how many whiskey shots we can take. It, 
how many no how many whiskey shots it takes to make our mouths go numb right or or tequila thursdays or tequila tequila <laughs> no tequila tuesday tequila tuesday tequila tuesday okay. so teacher talk tuesday is gonna turn into Te- tequila, tequila tuesday, tuesday for the summer yeah for the summer <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be we'll be hosting that in our backyard yeah <laughs> tequila tuesday yes summer so the next time, the summer edition. Summer edition. So yeah, the next time we is. talk to you, like we're gonna, we'll probably do like maybe two more free for all Fridays, and then, um, but yeah. So the next time we talk to you on a Tuesday, it will be Tequila, Tequila Tuesdays. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect. <laughs> that is perfect. All right, you guys. So hang in there. Keep the struggle going <laughs> it's almost over yep thanks for listening yep, yep. and remember get out there this summer do something don't be afraid just yeah. get out there if you still feel afraid you want to put your little mask on and so be it just you know just don't let that stop you and going um, or go if you if you can't afford to go on vacation you can you can at least afford to go at least 100 miles away from where you live explore that area yeah get up early saturday morning go try drive i know gas is high oh we know but just drive somewhere sometimes sometimes you got to get away from your surroundings in order to clear your mind clear your mind do that don't be a cheap bastard do something for yourself so don't go buy the burgers you can hold off going out to starbucks for for a week and just put that money in your gas tank and just go explore your your area with that's within a hundred miles yeah yeah because starbucks is expensive yeah um mcdonald's is expensive burger all those fast fast food places i'm getting jack in the box when we go back (sighs) like i I haven't had jack in the box in three years well i'm getting healthy well i'm not i'm not saying all that (laughs) i am not saying anyway i miss my jack in the box Life is not a rehearsal. It's the final show. So get out there. Yep. And you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Tumblr, and where else? Oh, and Twitter, where I have the Twitter fingers. All right. And they can find you. You can find me on your neighborhood IG, because I'm your neighborhood Instagram man. Mr. Sip. And you post every. I post I, I post every six to eight ten years, so yeah. Look for those posts. He means months. Well, yeah, I post on that often. Then not. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, guys, thank you for listening, and we will see you in the summer for Tequila Tuesday. Yep. <laughs> oh, and yep. Free for All Friday too. Yep. All right. Bye. <laughs>